queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Happy holidays, everybody. We got Thanksgiving coming up this week. Hope y'all have your plans set. Lots of football coming up. And of course, Survivor Series is next weekend. We will get into that in a second with the War Games predictions. But we gotta talk about Full Gear last night. I didn't watch it. I saw some of the clips online. Jolie didn't watch it. She saw some of the clips online. Uh, But our girl Kayla... Hold on. Let's let's rephrase. Jolie saw said clips online and threw promptly the fuck up. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, our girl Kayla was doing a watch along for FSS, and so Kayla, I'm going to ask you first. I got a lot of. I saw a lot of mixed reviews about Full Gear last night. With like the booking, main event, outcomes of matches, shit like that, and everything. So it's like, what was your overall view of the event? Um, on a score of one to ten, I actually will give it. I gave it an eight and a um, eight and a half because okay, um, because basically, if you follow AEW, you know all the storylines was going to happen. Um, a lot of people, um, you know the whole signing of Will Ospreay. I knew it was coming. It all made sense because of what he wants to do, what he's going to do. And, you know, obviously Kyle Fletcher and Matt Davis is already over there. Um, okay. You know, and you can shake your head all you want, Jolie, but there's a reason because I'm, just, read... I'm shaking my head because of the fact that it's not the signing that was advertised. Will Ospreay signing to AEW isn't blockbuster. That's what he said. Somebody, everybody respects. A shit ton of people do not respect Will Ospreay. I'm going off, I'm shaking my head off what Tony Khan said. Tony Khan's the one that made this a big fucking deal. Half the people in the comments that I was reading on that he signed with AEW, I thought he was already signed. That's what everybody was fucking saying. So I'm saying it's, I'm shaking my head because it's not that big of a fucking deal. A big signing would be Dolph Ziggler. A big signing, as much as you hate it, would be Mercedes Monet. A big signing would be somebody like that that is well-respected in the industry. Will Ospreay has not been well-respected by a lot of people. That's all I was shaking my head about because I'm shaking my head about reading what Tony Khan said. That's all. I don't give a fuck that, that Will Ospreay signed with AEW. Would I have liked to see him face Seth Rollins? Everybody would have. But you know what? You know who said he's done with the he, he, he's just done with Tony Khan staying stupid bullshit. 
he makes a big deal out of things that things were already thought were done. I honestly thought Will Ospreay was already signed with AEW with him constantly showing up there. It was part of the New Japan contract. Yeah, that was... But still, it, it's okay. not that big of a fucking deal. Like, the way that... Come on. Be, be, be honest with me. Did you think that Will Ospreay was that big announcement would have made AEW that more exciting? No. Because he's already wrestled there. Dolph Ziggler would have been exciting. Because Dolph Ziggler is probably one of the most well-respected wrestlers in all of the industry right now. Because of everything that he has done with WWE and everything else. Mercedes Monet, the same thing. Well-respected. Well-liked. Would bring eyes to the product. But Will Ospreay has already been in AEW. He's not going to bring any more eyes. That's all my head is shaking about. Okay, go ahead, Caleb. I have really nothing else to say unless you ask me something. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um all right, let me see. I mean so I mean okay, so eight okay, so eight and a half out of ten and everything about the whole event uh of the whole night and everything. So um I know Stat lost the TBS title, but it was because Julie Hart stole the victory, so that was that was a little crazy and she didn't even pin stats, so yeah, I don't give I don't give it a whole lot of credit there. Uh okay, Tony Storm, really? I don't know. Someone made the comment. Um you know, I've seen the comments, someone says she's gonna be in the next R Truth when it comes to AEW women's title. Keep winning keep winning the titles, lose it, keep winning the titles and stuff like that. But I don't know. I I wasn't happy with that. I mean, I guess I can say I'm happy for her. I mean, because you wouldn't build up this whole timeless Tony Storm, give her the black and white only for her to lose. Um, But I will say this. I hope this is, I mean, the rumors are stating it's supposed to be Jamie Hayter when she eventually comes back to take it off of her. Um, But then rumors are stating that the last pay-per-view for AEW is called, is it World's End? I think it's World's End. Okay. Which is going to be in Long Island, New York, and that's going to be the way Stat gets the title back. I don't know if they're going to give it back to her or what. Um, okay. But I really, you know, hopefully this is whatever, you know, with Julia. I am happy for Julia. I just don't like how she did it. Right. Um Because literally, Stat had the match with the Big Bang, or sorry, Saturday Night Fever is right. what she changed it to now. So, um in fact, she pushed her out of the way. Yes, you are protecting her. She still hasn't been pinned since she's been back. And I give her, you know, but um, I hopefully this is the way of um, Justin. Justin Time was in the comments and he says stat his way beyond proved herself that she deserves to be in the main women's title picture. Um, but the thing is, is does Tony see her? Tony Khan see her that way. And that's what's going to scare me. I mean, Tony Storm's been what? She's a what? Three time? She had three time what, AEW Women's Champion now, or is she two time? She's three time. Yeah, three okay, time. Yeah, three, three. So, okay. You don't make any sense. Are you going to give it back to Sheeta now? What are you doing? And I, I just don't understand why you're just shuffling the AEW Women's Championship around the way you are. Because ever since Sheeta lost it for the longest streak, I just feel like it's been shuffling around. And then Jamie held it for a while. And then since Jamie lost it, it's just been shuffled around. Right. And, um, but I don't know. 
but nobody knows the only two titles that changed hands that night. Um, I mean, but hey, yeah. Um, now because it seems like uh Hater's uh injury kind of threw off everything. <clears throat> Excuse me, mm-hmm. kind of threw off everything with the women's title and so Yeah, because like, Soraya technically, no offense against her, was not even supposed to win at all in. It was supposed to go back to home. Jamie, but Jamie was a legit hurt, so Tony wanted to put the spotlight on someone from England. Okay. So, but um, that's how that went down. So technically, Saray wouldn't even have that belt. But hey, I hope I'm just saying, you know, hope good things happen for Chris because you know she honestly, and I will say that she's like Cross and Scarlet. They just they they deserve the best, right? And um, hopefully. Probably more than I'm ninety nine percent sure. Stat will become a women's champion before Cross is ever a champion on the main roster, and that's sad. That is sad. That's crazy. That's but. absolutely crazy. All right. Speaking of crazy, okay. I'm I, I'm pretty damn sure I knew which match that I know which match that Joey threw up after watching the clips of last night. Okay. So I, I won't talk about it too much and everything because it's like. Uh, Oh my God! A Texas Death Match. Okay, okay, I understand Texas matches. Texas Death Matches are brutal and everything. But Kayla, what was your overall thought actually doing the watch along with that match? Oh my God! It was that was a match. I we it was me. Y'all don't know from Floor Soccer Sports. It was me, JD, uh-huh. um, Dan, and Graydon from Floor Sappers. and we were all just okay. And we were just like, oh, my God. Like, all of us were cringing. And we really started cringing the whole, when he was sitting there um, stapling him in the chest and the cheek, putting the paintings. I'm like, oh, my God. It it was insane. It was very cringing. And our reaction to stuff was crazy. And, and the fact, you know, here you got Swerve literally dripping in blood. And then you got... Hangman sitting there, you know, you know, oh like, oh my, drinking it, dude. Like, what the heck? And uh, you know, JD made the comments and, dude, we are literally still in post COVID season. What the hell, you know? You I know, know right? I mean, it was, it was intense. It was insane. That is honestly the worst Texas death match I have seen. And they put on some brutal matches. I don't know what that was. The fact that there was still freaking blood on the damn ropes throughout the whole damn night. Oh, even come on! Yes. There was certain points in matches that you could see blood still on the ropes. So, <laughs> it, so it was... I, I don't know. I mean, that was... I was honestly... You know, um, I mean, um, that was part of the reason why I gave the whole thing eight and a half, you know, because... Had its moments. We knew Swerve was, you know, but there was just different things that I felt like that match could have been toned down a lot. Okay. And um, now we see why Mox didn't really bleed a whole lot because there's the blood right there. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was very cringing for the four of us. I don't think there was not a moment that we didn't put our hands up or like, oh, oh my God, you know, just, it was crazy. Um. More than likely, there's going to be one more match because it is t- it's Swerve's got two. I'm sure Hangman's going to try to at least get one. I don't know if it is. Please do not do another 
blood oh. match. Do normal, please. Cause At least do I'm, a cage match. Not even that. <laughs> uh, don't give them any ideas that's going to cost them to do replicate damage blood on each other. Gotcha. I mean, that <laughs> I was just... And uh, poor's not poor Prince Nana trying to sit there and dance, and he ends up through the table. I mean, that was great, but that's something about that guy. He makes the moment, you know. He makes you laugh, right? And you know, like I said, you know, I would say Swerve, Swerve's growing on me. Prince Nana's growing on me. You know, it's just I just like how he's playing the heel, and you know, you like I said. I don't know what's next, but they Texas Death Match should have called. They should have called the Texas Blood Match because I mean, seriously, bro. Oh my god, it's like just didn't watch the whole match, but I saw in the clips just like going, and some people were like saying, "I bet Renee was really, really happy." Mox was not in that match last night. If I was Renee, I would have ran down there myself and pulled his ass out of that match. Like dumbass, keep your ass out of this match. No more. Oh my god. I have a question. Was that supposed to be the original main event? No. Okay. I guess original main event was supposed to be honestly they should I'm surprised. I don't know why that wasn't the main event, honestly. Because, but... but the amount of blood that you're talking about and the amount of blood that I saw, that you should not have had anybody wrestling near that blood. It doesn't matter if you know Swerve is quote unquote healthy, you don't know what's in blood there's so many yeah. different types of hepatitis i'll put this right there there's different types of hepatitis that are not easily detectable but it's in blood yeah. he, he could have given fucking hep to to hangman I, I think that tony needs to um cut back on that shit no because original it, the, it was never originally made from the main event um because it would kept it was the whole MJF versus um some would not some would Joe MJF versus Jay White. Then it got we'll switched. get to that fucker in a second. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, we'll get to that no, fucker in a second. <laughs> honestly, I think it should have honestly. No, even if it, in a part of match, even I would have took the time. Even if you didn't have time, I would have took the time to change those ropes out. Because, like you said, I mean. I mean, Swerve might be healthy as a horse. We don't know, but is there still still... No. Stuff comes down on the, you know... Ugh, no. Ah, no. I mean, like the... Like I'm looking at, like... You know, the stuff that I'm looking at work and stuff, I got to spec and scan in. You know, and it's like, if you want to... I have not seen it yet, but I've seen it when I worked at Electrolux. But if anything comes down with blood on it, even a part or something, it's automatically automatically scrapped out. That's how bad it is. So, ay ay ay. All right, Jolie, let her rip. Tony Khan's a fucking moron. That's all I gotta say. Letting that type of match happen, that letting that type of thing go on, you don't do that sort of thing. As as much as I hate Jim Cornette, as much as I hate Vince Russo, that they're both right saying that death matches do not belong in the industry. It's okay for like indies to do it. That's fine, but on mainstream, nah, dude, you don't do that shit. That's just fucking nasty. And you know, you really don't see. You know, please do not try this at home from AEW. You see all that shit over WWE all the time, and it is alienating people 
from watching AEW because they don't like that sort of shit. They don't like death matches. They don't want to see death matches. And I think it's utter garbage, to be perfectly honest. It's okay to occasionally have blood in a match. I mean, I saw somebody say, please let Triple H, please let Cody bleed in more games. We need blood in WWE. No, we fucking don't. You, I have said this time and time again. You do not need blood to have a good fucking match. If it happens accidentally, sure, that's fine. But not on purpose. Not stapling shit to somebody's face. That's disgusting. That's wrong. And what if you hit the wrong thing? What if you hit a nerve that could, you know, cause paralysis? You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Uh, Stat losing to Julia, even though Stat wasn't pinned. I'm okay with that because Julia technically is homegrown. Um... The AEW women's title being tossed around like Charlotte and Sasha back in the day is just ridiculous. Um, and yeah, the MJF, uh, Adam Cole being able to wrestle with a cast on, but MJF wasn't cleared, but the man technically has broken bone in his leg or screws in his leg now to hold it. What in the backyard carnival bullshit is Tony running? This is why I will never respect that man. This is why I will never enjoy anything that they put out. Even if some of my favorites go over there. We'll never enjoy that show. We'll never want to watch it. Never want to go to a show. Even though people try to get me to go. No. And. It's just fucking ridiculous and disgusting what the shit that he does over there. And as for Tony winning, like I know I said Tony winning, you know, the, 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 you said it's like passing back and forth. Honestly, if Saray couldn't hold the title for too long, I know they wanted a quote unquote English person to win the title. They could have put the, the title on Tony Storm over in England and she could have been carrying it for this long. She actually could have been a decent champion with the gimmick that she has. Yeah. So so Tony has <laughs> zero clue what the fuck he's doing with the women's division. He's playing hot potato with, with titles. He's playing um oh well here's two matches, be happy. Um he he makes a oh we signed this wrestler after you know no big fanfare was made for Kyrie. You know, they just said welcome back. That was all WWE did, but like when Kyrie showed up at Crown Jewel, it like was even though a lot of us had a feeling that's what was gonna happen, it made it ten times more special just because how amazing and fucking epic she is. Right. And then seeing her, you know, team up back up with Oscar and Eel, it's like Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, and the funny thing is now Rhonda's doing ROH, but I thought she retired from wrestling. So I'm confused about that. Question uh, mark. And the amount of people that from AEW fan base that bashed Rhonda are now praising her. I love the hypocrisy. And, you know, yeah, we bashed Jade, but that's because we were tired of, of the whole gimmick of the 60 matches. 
But, you know, we did always say that she has improved. She has gotten better. You know, so it's just like, I, I'm just tired of the hypocrisy and, you know, Tony Khan looking like he snorted half of Columbia. Man. <clears throat> All right, Kayla, I got to ask you about the whole NJF, Adam Cole stuff. Okay, so how much... Okay, so main event time, Adam Cole said he would quote-unquote defend the title for NJF and everything. So I didn't see the clips about that and everything. How did that all play out as far as, like, did he actually come out and try to do something before NJF showed up? He came to the ring. It was getting ready to get into the ring. They were announcing him like he was getting ready to actually fight. Um, My first thought in my head, that I told the other ones, that is this match really going to happen? Is is they are going to allow him to like whack the crap out of um, Jay White with the crutch? I don't know how well that was going to go. Um, but right when it started, right before they even announced, then we heard the ambulance, and that's when MJF showed up with the ambulance. Okay, and so he came down, and the match officially started. Not even, not even. 10 minutes into the match, you already had the guns get ejected um, because they were getting involved. I mean, Adam didn't really do anything. He was just more of a support. I mean, there was a couple moves right there that he almost cost MJF the title, but obviously, at the end, MJF, once again, doing low blows, using the ring, just doing what MJF does best. Right. Um, But, and then, of course, obviously, it goes off. But, yeah, I don't know. They were we never will never know if he was really going to wrestle, but they were introducing him like he was the one that's going to take the spot. Which a part of me was thinking that you know we would eventually hear, and here comes Roddy ripping off the neck brace, kind of. Um, <laughs> but I honestly thought that's what was going to happen. But then you know, of course, right before MJF got hurt, supposedly. And yeah. told Adam, you know, make sure you do everything you can to keep my title. Well, I guess Adam's going to do that. Even if involved, you know, getting a, getting some crutches. I guarantee they're going to have, but I don't know. Like I said, we'll never know. Right. But Adam really didn't do anything. It was more like he just slid out of the ring when he realized that MJF was there to do the thing. Which he pulled a basically Dean Ambrose back in WWE, gets injured, comes back and said, hey, uh, I'm back. I stole the ambulance. <laughs> kind of good memory brought back. Right. And then, of course, later on after the match and after the show and everything, Jay White actually tweeted out he's officially done with the AEW. You think he's, you think he means it or you think he's full of shit? He's full of shit. Because the guy signed a contract. He ain't going anywhere. Because if he does, um, more power to him. But I think. I do know Hardy State that he's really not ready to leave the guns and Juice Robinson. Of course, Juice Robinson has been kind of laying low lately. So I think he's full of shit right now until I see otherwise. But hey, could be a teaser. Could be a, how many times people say they're done with WWE or SmackDown or this and that or AEW and they end up showing back up. Like Ronda yeah. Rousey, for example. I'm oh, done with wrestling. Oh, I'm going to show up at Ring of Honor. Honey. You couldn't handle WWE, obviously, so you had to go somewhere else. I don't know. Or you just think you just want to try every promotional brand before you. That's so she can go wrestle with her girl. 
I was actually scared for Athena when Athena was going for the eclipse. I don't know what she calls it over there, if it's the same thing. And just Rhonda did not catch her right. I was like, oh, fuck. Not again. And um, if it wasn't clear before, people, it's crystal clear now who the fuck the devil is. Because the devil is fucking Adam Cole. 100%. If you can't see that, then uh, go go to America's Best. It's eighty dollars. You get two pairs of glasses and a free eye exam. Um, but you know, trying to protect the title almost helped him lose. Acting like he did this big thing, yeah, no, I'm calling bullshit right there. Because why is he going to turn his back on somebody that he used to wrestle with and work more with over? MJF because he has a history with Jay White. He's got a good history with Jay White. Yeah. So do you think Jay White's full of shit, Jolly? I mean, I wish he wasn't because AEW is a fucking clown show and he deserves better than what he's doing. I mean, to get beat up by a one-legged man twice basically, you know, they kind of made him look weak in a sense and he's He's a fucking badass wrestler, and, you know, I I just don't like bullshit like that. I really don't. Especially when you're trying to portray MJF as a face, but he's acting like a heel. So I didn't get all that bullshit. You know, heels cheat to win, not, not faces. So, but, you know, it's Tony. He has the money from daddy, so he'll get them all to stay. All righty, all righty, all righty. Okay, one last thing AEW related because I did see this tweet last night after the show. At Sean under, uh, underscore Bishop tweeted out, Os- Osprey scared of Rollins. No, because it's like after, because uh, it's like when uh, Osprey was still an agent, a free agent, and uh, uh, Rollins um, retained. I know he re- he retweeted that with like the eyes emoji, and I was like, "Hmm, could we?" And I know these two have been jaw jacking over time for like the longest, but damn, it's like, is he really scared of Rollins? <sighs> I will say one thing. Yeah, Orange Cassidy said one thing before he went into his match. What do you say? That he had one goal, and he wanted to accomplish it biggest target he's ever had in his whole career was John Moxley. In the fact he went in, gave John the run of his money, and proved that he could beat John Moxley meant a whole lot to anybody. And for those for the little nasty little comments that y'all said that there was no respect between us two, if you are a fan of John Moxley slash also known as Dean Ambrose, he doesn't have to shake your hand to get his respect. All you have to do is watch his facial expressions and you got his respect. He gave that to him last night. So, um, and I, and I just want to say kudos to Orange for retaining. And he retaining last night, mom was literally in the living room, watching the pay-per-view. I was in my bedroom and she screamed so loud. Everybody heard it on the stream, including Justin even commented. In the <laughs> comments. 
So um, he's like, kudos to your mom for screaming so loud during that match. So it was hard. I, cause we were like two seconds behind. So, but I heard, I knew orange won because she screamed. Then I heard it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I just want to say he accomplished, you know, and you may hate, you know, a lot of people hate his gimmick. We know Jolie hates his gimmick, you know, but, <laughs> you know, but I just want to say as a fan of him, that's what makes it fun. And like I said, when I met him, I brought it up. How many people wrestle with their hands in his pocket? And he says, last time I checked, just one. And that was him. You know, so he makes wrestling fun. He's great guy altogether. And then the fact he beat John Moxley made it even better. So um, hopefully he can just cool out a little bit. Um, so hopefully help push Stat towards where she needs to be. Um because he's that match technically full gear a couple years ago she had a match against Britt who was out there mm-hmm. being her cheerleader orange she should have won that match but obviously she didn't but um yeah kudos to him for accomplishing something that he wanted to so I'm proud of him so I have a question for you I might have an answer do you think the only reason why he retained is why stat lost because it's scripted we all know it's scripted John did an amazing thing putting him over last night. I saw the clips. John letting him, letting Orange get the win. Kudos to John for putting on an excellent match and doing that. But do you think that they they couldn't have both of those people losing the titles last night? Since they're technically in that little best friends core group. And they didn't want everybody pissed off at them. But honestly, I think more people's pissed off that Stat lost than Orange was, you know, retaining. So, no, no, that's what, what I don't. What, what I'm asking, like, I'm not asking like people are mad at Orange retaining. I'm saying, do you think that they would people would have been pissed off more if Orange lost and Stat won, or if is the reason why Stat lost is because Orange won because they had the script that way? Like, do you think that more people would be more upset because? You know, Orange is a little bit more. I mean, I know Stat is very well liked. I do know that, but he does have a rabid fan base online. He does, and honestly, I think it would have been more. I think they would probably would have been a little bit more if Orange would have lost. Um, but yeah, because his fan base here lately has gotten real high, and um, I don't know, but they probably would have been the other way around, but. Hey, I'm 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 okay with you know the situation as long as she's in the next step of what does she deserves. That's I mean can't state it even more than that. All right, so let's switch it over to Survivor Series. Uh, Friday night, huge development, and it seems like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's doing the finger pointing. But it seems like uh, we may have a temporary um, alliance. Hopefully, to, hopefully they can squash it for the future. But it looks like we have a temporary alliance as Becky has joined Shati, Bianca, and Charlotte's team for the women's uh, for the official war games uh, women's war game match. Uh, Jolie, being as the person who called it, and everybody online was like, "It's never going to happen. Never going to happen." And I'm like. Y'all have to realize one thing. They might not have they might have animosity towards each other in real life. But the fact that 
Becky not only tagged her, but had her unblocked on her phone. Speaks volumes. Even if they were just doing a skit. And Becky didn't even have to do the skit. She did that skit all on her own. Becky joining Charlotte, Shotzi, and Bianca is a huge fucking deal. Huge deal. Because, number one, it gets us three of the four horsewomen in the ring again together. It also gets two of the four horsewomen going against Bailey, who they've been trying to get through to her now for multiple years. Which is probably going to lead up to a match in Perth with Becky, Charlotte, Bailey versus Io, Asuka, and Kyrie, which I'm all for at Elimination Chamber. Because I don't see them pulling that match, the trigger on that match and at Royal Rumble. I see, you know, so much going on with that. Like, the, I have so many, if I was the writer, so many ideas, so many ideas. But, you know, I do wish it was five on five. And who knows? It could be. We might see the addition of people on Monday night. Who knows? Um, Because you've got uh, Zaya versus Becky tomorrow night. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. So, yeah. Y- you know somebody's going to show up. They always do. There's going to be shenanigans. But the one thing that and I, I've stated from the beginning when it comes to Charlotte and Becky, they have the best chemistry, whether they're fighting together or against each other. Excuse me. And as somebody who made a canvas picture for them to sign, both of them to sign at WrestleMania 35, that's sitting behind me right now. You know, it's like th- their friendship has always been amazing. And, you know, I think Charlotte said it best that, you know, at the time they were both each other's crutches. And, like, maybe the animosity was one of those crutches. And now that they've both gotten older and, you know, Becky has a family. And we, I'm going to put this out there right now. We have no idea what's going on with Charlotte and Andrade. Because there was that picture that Andrade posted with his hand holding somebody else's. That was not Charlotte. that. That was not Charlotte's hand. Unless that was an old picture. Because she was in Mississippi last night. In a house show. With Shotzi and Bianca. So, and plus her nails, I think, were red. I'm not, no, I forget what color they were. I I sleuth shit. When, especially when it comes to Charlotte or Ashley, I just, I hate that she goes through so much shit from fans and everything. Um, But no, so I'm, I'm very happy about this. I think this, and the funny thing is, the happiest member was Asuka. If you you (laughs) watch that. Her smile on her face, seeing, I guess, Becky and Charlotte in the ring together on the same side, because we all know Asuka's probably mom backstage for all the girls. She's kind of like Natty in that regard. So it's like, you know, you know, she's out there acting like a mom and trying, like, you know, maybe fix things and make things better for people. And she she loves both Becky and Charlotte. So you know she wants the best for both of those women. And she knows that those women fight well together because she's fought both those women together. And maybe, just maybe, I will get my Becky B, uh, Becky Charlotte tag title champions. And then I'll be happy. All right. You're thinking too far ahead. Let them get through, sir. Let, me, let, let them get through war games first. 
Yeah, but you can tell that they're going that way. And you want to know how you can tell? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Charlotte could not contain her glee. She could not. She was smiling. She was trying to pat her on the back. Becky's acting like the the, the child that doesn't want to touch anything and shaking and rubbing her hands like she didn't know what to do. You know it's coming. Maybe not this year, but it's going to come. It's going to happen. And it's going to be fucking glorious that all four women of the horsewomen tagged with their respective partners won the tag titles. Like, I think that would be just glorious and epic. But for this War Games match, I don't care. Becky is going to have a fucking ball. She's been she's been killing it lately, and um, she apparently when because they were all the teasing in the last hour or last half hour, they think they said that uh, WWE popped seventy or seven hundred thousand in viewing on the ratings. If I read it right, I'm not sure. I don't know how the read ratings. All I know is that they completely destroyed Collision by two million viewers. Look, I'm sorry. Anytime that they go head to head and WWE even wins by the slightest, I laugh. I know. But yeah, no, this is going to be an epic, epic War Games match. And I have. um... I'm not asking for prediction yet. Hold on to that. No, no, no. And I'm having a betrayal happening. But we'll wait for that. Hold on. Hold on to that because I got to ask Kayla something before. Okay. So. Becky got added to the match, but you were watching SmackDown because you did a SmackDown watch along also. And you said the leading up throughout the night with the story, how they progressed throughout the night and everything was something you were really, you were really intrigued about. So kind of, because I saw, I saw some of the clips, but kind of like go explain about that. Well, obviously it started out where they said, you got to find a partner, um, you know, so it basically had Shotzi, um, Bianca and Charlotte backstage and Bianca just made the comment, you need to make that phone call. And Charlotte's reaction is like, are you serious? Do I have to? You know, and, you know, Bianca's like, um, never mind, I'll figure it out. Well, and in the fact, the whole night they're sitting there going through, she talked to, um, she talked to uh, Meechin, what happened? Damage control took out Meechin. Right. And it was just like, okay. Then you had the whole thing with Zelina Vega you know, taking care of Santos Escobar, then going backstage, getting talked, Zelina gets knocked out. And it Poor was Zelina. just, I know, she had a rough night. Uh, right. You know, she just that smacked was... the crap out of Santos that, at the same time. Yeah, but... that, that was glorious. That was glorious. She laid in <laughs> Didn't get the crap beat out of her. It was like revenge. I don't know. But anyways. Right. Poor Zelina. Poor um, Zelina. But the fact is, and at the end, you know, Bianca's just like, you, we have nobody. You need to make the call. And she's just like, all right, I'll go make the call. So show Charlotte walking off, making the call. And, you know, and Shotzi and Bianca's just sitting there, just looking at each other like, this is not going to work out. Well, um, and then, of course, it leads into it, and it happens when I get to the ring. And I love the fact that, she, and Bianca's like, so? And? She goes, I don't know. She's going to work in time. It was just like, it was like, she's just, <laughs> just like excited and happy. And, you know, it was fun to see her and then they get out there and just the what how she was trying to introduce her then of course damage control starts laughing and so and um and then the crowd just started reacting the way it did and then she slid into the ring and like jolie said she was just they were they were taking the moment in and honestly mm-hmm. i do agree with jolie we got our sasha and bailey tag team champions not once but twice mm-hmm. 
I mean, Charlotte and Becky has both won titles, that tag titles to make them a Grand Slam champion, but they weren't with each other. And right. honestly, I do want to see that. Right. I want to see the whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know. Give them a good Charlotte. Charlotte. It's Charlotte. Charlotte. Team Bestie. No, not Team Bestie. Uh, it's Team Thelma and Louise. Tea Time. <laughs> yeah. Tea. So. Yeah. But no, I do want to see that too. And it might happen. And like I said, you know, maybe, you know, with a lot of stuff that's been going on, like we honestly said before, if we don't know what has happened, we don't know what's going on. Um, But, you know, maybe they finally decide because when, if you haven't read her book that she did with her dad, Charlotte, you know, has stayed in there so many times. Becky has been there for her. Becky is literally was her best friend when she wrote that book. So Hopefully, you know, whatever had happened and when they hopefully to work things out. Um, someone made a comment on um, social media had said this was the deal that her and Seth had made because he has to work with Cody. And uh, so they made an arrangement. I said, man, dude, that not, that's not right. But <laughs> Cody and- good, I, I, I want to come back to that tweet when we bring up tweets because I want to go off on that stupid asshole. I saw that tweet, too. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, so, but hopefully, you know, this is just a start of something new with Lynch and Flair, and we'll see how it goes. And like you said, Becky's just going to live it up. You know, she's going to enjoy it. They're all going to enjoy it. And this is, wait, this will be Charlotte's first War Games match, won't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, she go have some fun. So, (laughs) so I think it might be also Shotzi's as well, but... The other four on the other side have all been in war games. And so it's Shotzi and Charlotte's first. Oh, except contract. for Kyrie. Except for Kyrie. That's oh, right, Kyrie. Oh, I, I, oh, wait. Did she do Kyrie? Did she do war games in NXT? I thought maybe she did. I know did EO she? did, but did she? Hold on. I'm not sure. Sh- okay, so, so Kyrie, possibly Shotzi and Charlotte definitely have never been in a war games match. Okay. Um, but still, you have EO that'll jump off a fucking thing with a trash can on her head. Um, Becky's gonna bring in weapons. Charlotte will definitely bring in Ken because you know she has a love affair with that kendo stick. Um, mm-hmm. Shotzi will just do whatever the fuck she wants. This match is gonna be completely off the hook. And I like I like I said, I do have a question. If we think they bring in a fifth member, who do we think they bring? I think personally. They might, it might be Zelina Vega if they get a fifth member, if Zia Lee joins the other side. Interesting. Okay. Just, just because oh, it could be Mi Chin. I'm sorry, I'm not calling him. It's Mia Yim or, 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 or um, Zelina because of the fact that, you know, they both got jumped and Zelina owes EO a bloody face. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But so. If if they do add a fifth member, I think that could be a a possibility of who they have added to it because they're talking about a fifth member for the men. So okay, no, Kyrie was never in a war games match. She was at war games is when she lost against Shayna Baszler. That's right. Yep. That's right. Okay. Okay. All right. So she's so she's new to the war games herself. Yes. All right. Let's get some predictions down. So as of now, there's a total of five matches. You've got two, the two war games matches, 
a singles match and then a couple of titles on the line. So let's start with one that got made official Friday night. Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Santos is full heel, uh, hoping that Ray's leg gets amputated eventually and stuff like that. Uh, you even got um, Julian Vegas smacking the shit out of him and Carlito defending the honor of LWO and Ray. So, Kayla, who do you got? Poor Carlito. Um, I'm glad to see him back, you know, in WWE because when I first started watching it, he was part of it along the whole fragment with John Cena, Orton, and um, Rey Mysterio and Bobby Lashley when this all started out. I'm glad to see him back in WWE, but unfortunately, um, though I think this is the turn that we're starting to build Santos Escobar where he needs to be to hopefully maybe be the one uh, the one to dethrone Logan Paul at um, Mania or however long the dickweed's going to hold the title. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do not feel like saying his name. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, so I think Santos Escobar was just a heel turn, the huge heel turn against Rey Mysterio. Like, Rey's going to be out for a while, but mm-hmm. um, let's say, for example, Rey, we may end up getting Rey versus Santos Escobar at Mania, and if we do... Definitely with his heel turn and his bad heat, only to take out the rest of the LWO, what only angry Mysterio even more. So, um, yeah, I think Santos Escobar's got this. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, I kind of agree because they just turned Santos heel and everything. They need to build him up more like that and everything. And uh, great to see Carlito back. But yeah, I got Santos winning. Jolie? 100% got Santos winning, unfortunately. Um, I do see L- LWO getting involved. Um, I don't see Zelina turning heel. Uh, the other two might. Not 100% sure, but I think this is the, like, as much as I, and I was thinking about this the other night, and, you know, I was, I talked, all right, y'all got to think crazy. I do talk, talk shit out because when it gets, I got ideas stuck in my head, I talk shit out. I'm thinking, you know, this has been some of Zelina's best work mm-hmm. in WWE, even when she was a heel. But this has been some of her best work. And she's been having a ball. She's more herself and she's more relaxed. And just, I, I feel this is more true to who she is as a person. So I, I kind of can't wait to see what happens with her. And. You know, I don't see her turning heel. The other two might since they were a part of Legato. But mm-hmm. but with how well a certain ex-member of Legato has been doing down in NXT, I could see her coming up. True. So, so we do have that aspect on it. So but yeah, I got Legato. I got um Santos. And I, I will say this, when I read the uh, translation, holy shit. Yeah, oh, that... Ho- holy shit, the balls. Okay, I, honestly, I do have to say, the, uh, the person who did tweet that out said that that wasn't really that wasn't really the case, and I knew that really wasn't the case because I do know some Spanish, and he wasn't saying... Um, yeah, that, yeah, that wasn't an accurate translation. <laughs> Most of it was because Santos did say most of it was, but that last part wasn't. Yeah, that was a, that was a little crazy. That but still, that crazy. was just 
that made him fucking to Tony, uh, not Tony Soprano, Tony Montoya. Tony Montoya. Scarface. <laughs> he literally raided Al Pacino's closet for the suit, came down like Scarface, and just ripped everybody to shreds. He is the heel that, he is that monster heel that will take things to the next level. I do agree with Kayla that he's going to be the one that destroys um, Big Weed. I was actually going to come up with a different name for him, but um, <laughs> cocksucker, jackass, stupid oh, motherfucker, um, most likely gets railed in the shower by his girlfriend uh, if he has one. Um, yeah, that that dumb fuck. Uh, he's going to lose to to Santos, maybe at Elimination Chamber, and then you're going to have a returning Rey Mysterio come out and uh, fucking destroy them and they'll have a great fucking bang out match at Mania. Alright, so getting to our first title match, uh, we got Rhea Ripley finally defending World Women's World Championship against Zoe Stark. Zoe's going to put up a good fight and everything, but I've, I've said it for a while and everything and I still believe that they're not going to take the title off her before Perth. I don't see it, so I got Rhea retaining. Jolie? Same, Rhea retains. Um, I do kind of like the unholy alliance that is happening between Zoe and Shayna a little bit, so we'll see where that goes. But as of right now, yeah, no. And um, I would honestly like her to win clean. Again. Yeah. No Dom, no no interference from Judgment Day or any of that shit. I mean, I know Judgment Day has got business, war games business later on in the night and everything, but yeah. Kayla? I'm happy for Zoe. She's getting this push. Um, but unfortunately, you know, I we don't see, I don't see her losing until uh, at least Rhea won't lose until after Elimination Chamber. So possibly at Mania, whoever get that moment is right. going to be the one to take it off of her. Um, but I do agree. Um, Zoe's going to put up a good fight. Zoe's going to try to put up a good fight. But I don't want Judgment Day get involved. I don't want any of the sore losers like Nia Jax or anybody that didn't get in this match getting involved. I wanted a clean, nice, good Riptide and pin Zoe one, two, three. Um, so right. But, you know, eventually I will say Zoe will be a woman's champion. I'll be proud of it when she is. Um, but right now is not the moment. So uh, Miss Miss Radicator herself is going to retain. Okay. And I want at least a eight-minute match. Eight? Eight. That's an interesting I, number. Well, oh, I understand she don't want a squash match. I don't want a squash match. Oh yeah, no, 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 I yeah, I get give them at least ten to fifteen. Well, the reason why I said eight was because that's squash is five and below. Eight is decent, especially if anybody gets involved. Fifteen, ten to fifteen. I feel like you can't give some of these title matches too much time because you need these war games. These war games are going to take an hour probably each themselves. True. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And. Kayla, just to just to go back on what you were saying about Zoe getting this push and everything, because I remember like it was almost three years ago when I went to my first indie show for Mission Pro in Buda, and um, and it's like 
Zoe, who went by Lacey Ryan back then, was at the show. And I actually have her on my poster here. The first poster that I got from Mission Pro and everything. So to see her go from that to where she is now within three years and everything is like fucking amazing. Right. For sure. And, you know, I'm going to state this. You know, we stated this before. You know, look at our girl Tiffany ne- ne- uh, Tiffany Nevis, where she's at, what she's accomplished. And then obviously look at Jay Bougie. One of these days we're going to be able to say, look at them when they go in WWE. Because I know they're going to make it there. And when they do, oh, yeah. when they do, I know he won't. That, you know, obviously Jay, Jay uh, Bougie's proved that he hasn't forgotten about us. And I know he won't. He go high and he signs that contract with WWE. He's going to remember us at the Queens. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, it's like with Tiffany and, Tiffany and everything, it's like we interviewed her right before her wrestling debut. Yep. Uh, also, Tiffany, Tiffany, girl, sweetie, I love you. But please, please tap into that primal Puerto Rican chancla waving mama. <laughs> that is within you and beat the ever loving snot out of that fucking wannabe Bailey knockoff Izzy. Thank you. If I get anything for Christmas, it's that. That's all I want from you, Tiffany. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all I want for the holidays is for you to beat the ever loving piss out of that ignorant little shithead. I don't like her. I never will like her. She's a piece of shit, and she doesn't deserve to be in the business. That is all. She blocked me on Twitter. Oh, she yeah. did? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So we got Izzy blocking you. We got Dom blocking you. Who else? Uh, Sammy and Ty- uh, Taya. Taya, whatever her name is. Oh. <laughs> no, the good. funny thing is about that, Um, I don't know if they're going to, but the funny thing, is I'm kind of watching, you know, the Galaxy Con again for next year. They haven't really announced anything. Right. Um, but for Richmond, they announced Trish and Lita and Sting. And mom's like, I would love to meet Sting. I said, yeah, that would be a good one. I said, obviously, I would want to meet Sting, Trish, and Lita. And I said, but there's an issue with that. And she said, what's there's an issue? I said, there's two people on here. Should I just meet them for shits and giggles or just stand in line to punch them in the face and get banned from GalaxyCon for the rest of my life? And she goes, who is that? And I said, I said, and I played his music and she goes, a certain somebody and his bitch. And he goes, she goes, who? I played his music and you hear Sammy Guevara. I was like, oh, she goes, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, so I could go meet him for shits and giggles. I don't know. And arrested. <laughs> Nah, it'd be worth it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending you guys a text. I'll send you guys a text. No, um, no, no. Mama Larissa will send us the video <laughs> and the text. And then we'll have to set up the GoFundMe to get you out of jail. For the bail money, yeah. <laughs> um, but I will also say Mama Larissa meets Sting. I met him in in full makeup. Wonderful dude. If you get the chance, just do it. Yeah, we're debating or not. But like I said, we're just kind of sit here and see what happens. But like I said, that's a long way to go. We got to get to Rumble first. <laughs> right. All right. The other championship match. And this one's this one has a little bit more intrigue based on some recent comments from the champion. You've got Gunther defending the Intercontinental Championship against the Miz. 
He recently said he's getting a little tired of it. So, Kayla, who's winning? As much as I would love to see The Miz tie the most reigns with one demo god, Chris Jericho, um, unfortunately, Miz is not going to do it. Um, but yeah, I believe Gunter's going to retain as much as I would love to see Miz be the one to dethrone him. He's not going to be. And, um, yeah, Gunter's going to re retain. There's no doubt about it. I don't see him losing his ill media. Okay. Uh, Jolly? Um, Miz's massive balls are still going to be in Maurice's purse, so he's going to lose. Gunther for uh... the win. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I think Miz is going to put on a good show to tell the show Gunther he's not really, I mean, that he's wrong about him, that he's not like a Joe, just a talk show host and everything. He's like basically going to put up a good fight, like showing like, hey, I am a two-time Grand Slam champion and everything. It's like, you shouldn't take me lightly. But in the end, yeah, Gunther retains. All right. So the men's war games match, you have Cody Rhodes. Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and a partner to be determined, a la Randy Orton probably, versus Judgment Day and um, now one Drew McIntyre. All right, Jolie, what do you got? I got Judgment Day getting their ass kicked, especially if Randy is coming back. They're not going to have Randy's big return come on a loss. With that being said, I think it's going to be, we're not going to know who it is until the last because I think you know they're going to win the advantage be the last ones to come out of the cage kind of similar a la to Kevin Owens right back when he joined the war games with for uh against Adam Cole with Ciampa mm -hmm. so I think that's what's going to happen or or we could get a complete swerve everybody's saying that it's Randy but if the one swerve does happen, I'm just going to laugh my ever-loving fucking ass off because we're not fans of him here. We really aren't. But we know what he brings to the business. We know he brings eyes to the business. Oh We've seen God. it. If it is punk, I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off. I really am. But no, I do believe that's going to be Randy. And they're going to win, regardless. Yeah, I got Judgment Day losing. And Punk would actually be bad for the show. Yes, he brings in eyes and everything, but basically Punk showing back up Saturday night would practically take away every positive storyline from the whole fucking night and just make the whole night about his return. So it's just like, yeah, that is horrible. That would be a horrible decision. I hope it doesn't happen. Oh, Caleb? Honestly, I like both sides because I do like um, Judgment Day. Um, but obviously, I believe Cody is not Cody. Yeah, Cody's joining Cody's side. Um, but no, I believe it is going to be what the heck? Sorry, guys. Um, um I swear. But yeah, um, I do believe it's going to be Orton. Like Julie says, it would be funny as hell if it was CM Punk. But like Kat said, it'll be based all about him, and we don't need that considering. Everything that's been built up to this point, it does not need to be about him. Um, but I am calling it Cody's side is going to get the win. And um, J.D. Madonna is probably going to be the one to either tap out or um, 
get pinned in the match. I don't see Priest, um, Dom, or Balor being the one to get pinned. Or Drew, it's going to be J.D. Madonna. I personally hope it's Dom. <laughs> I'll take Dom. I will take Dom. <laughs> but I don't see it being him. But if I had, well, I mean, I could. I think Dom would be number two, but out of all of them, I see J.D. Madonna because they're kind of, you know, welcoming him a little bit into the Judgment Day, but um, I think they still have their ups and downs with them, so I think he's I think he's going to be the one to take the pin. Okay. Alright, and then finally, we got the Women's War Games match. Bianca, Charlotte, Shotzi, Becky versus the new damage control with Bailey, Asuka, Io, and Kyrie. Now, Jolie, you said earlier that with this match, we might see a little bit of a betrayal. I think you and I might be on the same page because uh, because I definitely see Bianca and her side winning and everything, and then uh, maybe a sort, certain former hugger getting stomped out. Yep. Um, and I think that certain hugger is the one that's going to actually eat the pen or tap out. Okay. That's how I see it happening. And they get angry and upset with her and just start stomping the shit out of her. And then you got Becky, uh, Charlotte whooping the shit out of those three. Because no matter what happens between them, they'll always come back to the four. Right. Like, even when Bianca or not, Bailey and Charlotte, like, we're not like friends, you know, enemies, they're all enemies. And Bailey's facing Rhonda and Becky comes out and she throws up the four to Bailey at that time, back before WrestleMania 35. Yeah, it's it's going to happen, like I said, and I think that that's going to lead to a six-woman tag match in Perth. All right, Kayla? Um, wait, what match? Sorry. Oh, the Women. war games. Women's war games. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling that Bailey's going to be outnumbered by some feisty Japanese people. Um, yeah, I got Bianca, Charlotte, Becky, and Shashi winning. There's, I don't see it happening any other way besides that. Alright. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a night and Alicia Taylor, I, I can't wait to hear her voice. She's the only she's the only one only woman who can really call war games. I mean, yes. I admit when I went to Monday Night Raw a couple of weeks ago, you know, I was looking forward to hearing Samantha, but actually being a witness Alicia Taylor live was awesome. Yeah. It's like her and Samantha are like absolutely killing it. All right. Okay, so what okay, so what's this tweet that y'all were talking about? I have no idea. Like it's like you said, you mentioned something about it, and then Jolie said she saw it. I was like, going, okay, someone clue me in. What the hell? It was like a tweet that said something. I'll just say what it was. I don't okay. let Jolie go off. It was a tweet that basically just said um, the only reason that Charlotte had called Becky was because that was the deal that her and Seth made that if Seth had to work with Cody in war games that she had to um, re- um, make up with Charlotte and work with her in war games. The hell? Dear asshole, <laughs> I'm not even going to say your tag. 
Because number one, I don't know it, and I'm not going to have Kayla look I don't, for it. I don't remember the tweet. I just, I don't remember who it was. <laughs> I, I did remember seeing this. So, dear asshole, Seth, a.k.a. Colby, and Cody never had an outside working relationship. Never. Their animosity came from inside the ring and whatever. Seth's also a cocky son of a bitch, and so is Cody. So, you know that's going to happen. Charlotte and Becky, a.k.a. Becky and Ashley, had a long relationship outside of the ring. They were best friends, travel buddies, each other's sounding boards. They took care of each other. They almost died in a car accident. This is not a, oh, well, if I have to work with him, you have to work with her type of deal. No. Becky said maybe one day down the road, if we could work past things, we could be friends again. And who knows, maybe being a mother, maybe seeing the way the world has been working, way the things that go on, they realize that life is fucking short and you make amends with somebody that you cared and loved so much about because we, everybody knows how much Charlotte and Becky loved each other. So to say it's some type of stupid fucking deal, no, dude, get the fuck out of here. You have no idea what the fuck you're saying. You are being an egotistical mansplaining, I hope you're a man, uh, piece of shit because you know fucking nothing. You literally do not know shit. There there are people that know more about this than you do. And they're keeping mum right now because I think they're just as shocked that this is happening because of the fact that there's so much animosity between Charlotte and uh, Becky. And I don't know who started it, but I've always been on the on the side of I want these two women to work their shit out because there was a genuine love between these two women. They were sisters. They were companions. Best friends. I mean, we all knew that there was anti-Mercedes and anti-Pam. We wanted anti-Ashley, too. You know, these women have a bond. And Rick was right when he said that Becky is Charlotte's steamboat. And if those two can make up, we damn well know Charlotte and Becky can make up. So, dear asshole, don't choke on your turkey. Happy Thanksgiving. Asshole. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh. All right. Anybody got any more tweets? I have none. Mm-mm. No. Okay. So, just a little PSA. Um, because of the holidays. And, and because of Jolie's uh, work schedule. I was, I was going to say football commitments. It's te- well, technically is my work schedule because it's also Stumpy's as well. Okay. Uh, um, we will not be able to record for the next two weeks, unfortunately. Unless something changes. Um, and I'll let the girls know. But as of right now, it'll be at least two weeks until a new episode is up. I do apologize. I hate the fact the NFL decided to give us back-to-back fucking 425 fucking football games. I'm at least happy that they decided not to fucking flex those games. Though I do think one of them should have been flexed, but now looking at that game, I'm glad it didn't. But be thankful. Football season is almost over for me. Um, And then... If we get to the playoffs and we have home playoff games, yes, we'll work around that. But those are usually Saturdays, so I should be fine for the most part. And then we're on to Mania. 
So I'm a happy camper. <laughs> um, but if anybody has noticed that Lincoln Financial Field has been putting out little teasers, I think I get to see one of my favorite shows again this year, which is something which I didn't is... think. The Rolling Stones. Oh. The Rolling Stones are coming back to Lincoln Financial Field. Nice. And for that, I am ecstatic because I heard a rumor. And if this rumor is true, I am really going to be fucking giddy as a schoolgirl because I've never got to see Paul McCartney live in person. And there's a possibility he's joining the tour. Nice. Very nice. So, yes. But then again, I do get Tanny Chesney. So somebody shoot me. And we all know how much fun you had at that last concert. <laughs> and look, I'm, being, I'm look, being sarcastic, of course. Right now, I just found out April is fucking stacked. Well, April in the beginning of May is fucking stacked. I got WrestleMania, I think, the first or the first weekend. Easter's the next weekend. Then at the end of the month and the beginning of May, I have two back-to-back. Well, I have motocross, and then I have um, Monster Jam, Monster Trucks. So I got, like, two back-to-back weekends there. And then I'm off for a whole week uh, going up to Niagara Falls. Oh. In, yeah, we're go- I'm going on a, a, doing a con up at Niagara Falls with my okay. best friend. So I'm happy about that. Get out to do a con. Love cons. Miss them. I get to be a nerd. <laughs> All right. So as Jolie explained, uh, we're taking a couple weeks off. Next week, new episode will not be released until uh, the week of December 10th. However... Our Twitter page will not be silent because we will be, um, I'll be posting out uh, tweets with uh, favorite episodes from a couple of our biggest fans and also from us. I will get with these ladies later about some of their favorite episodes, but I will get, but yeah, our Twitter will not be silent because we do have a lot going on. Um, because, and then also, um, I just tweeted out today as well that our merch shop has been revamped and it is officially on Redbubble. So if you go to Redbubble and type in QT Podcast, you'll find our you'll find our gear and um, and of course I have the links on our. Um, I just uh, tweet out the link today and I'm in the post p- pinning it to the profile page, and then of course uh, as Kayla's been tweeting out as well, it's like uh, we are part of the WWE shop affiliate partner program. So hit up our link for your merch and help us out. <sighs> All right, ladies. Kayla, final thoughts. You basically took what I was going to say, so. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, tra- I, was trying to, I was trying to help out. Any other final thoughts? Nope. Okay. Hold on. I'm sorry. Ladies, ladies. Actually, I do. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, enjoy your holidays. Be safe. Have fun. Um, do not eat a lot of turkey. Fuck it kills you. you. <laughs> <laughs> eat a lot of Fuck turkey. Fuck you. I got a 22-pound bird coming. I'm going to fucking destroy that motherfucker. The fuck Are you? Okay. Yeah. Much turkey in my ass. <laughs> Anything else, Kevin? That's it. Okay. <laughs> Jolly? I want to wish everybody a happy holidays. If you don't do the holiday season, that's fine. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's fine. Enjoy your days off. Enjoy time with your family in every way that you can. Um, And uh, congratulations to Carmella and 
Corey. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Beautiful baby boy, healthy baby boy. Mm -hmm. Um, knowing everything that she had went to, went through. Congratulations on your rainbow baby. Yes, uh, that that's spectacular. <laughs> that's amazing. You deserve to be happy, and you deserve everything in the world. Um, also, I hope that uh, Malachi Black is doing better. I saw a couple of days ago on Instagram that he was sick. I don't know if it was old or new, so I hope he's feeling okay. better. Um, uh, he did wrestle in full gear last night, so okay, so I guess he is feeling better. But like he was homesick, surrounded by his cats. So oh oh wow. So oh, I'm glad he's doing better. Um, and uh, let's see, anything else? Congratulations to Aaron Nola for re-signing with the Philadelphia Phillies. Thank you so much for not going to the Braves. I appreciate you for that one. Uh, because there's rumors that they wanted to sign him. And I really hope that we get Yoshi and po- possibly Hector Neris back. Yeah. And I, speaking of the Braves, Kayla, Otani has interest. Bring it on. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, everyone, enjoy your holiday season. Enjoy the time with family and friends. Uh, lots of good football coming up. Lots of. Um, Good times coming up. Um, enjoy Survivor Series next weekend. We will catch up on everything in December. And um, with that being said, that is all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>